Hey there, I'm Mr. Black. And I'm Mr. Green. And we're a couple of guys who met in a comic book store. Together we host the Pint O' Comics podcast, where we invite listeners to join us to talk about movies, TV, comics, music, or just whatever. Starting very soon, we'll be joining up with the fine folks at Forgotten Entertainment for a special limited series called On the QT, where we talk Tarantino. Every week for 10 weeks, a guest will join us to chat about every Quentin Tarantino movie from Reservoir Dogs to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So join us starting in May 2021. On the QT is a Available wherever you download your podcasts and is part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Ooh, that's a bingo. Hey, I'm Shamar. And I'm Andrew. We're going to be doing a deep dive on all the connected DC animated movies in their cinematic universe. Yes, I'm here to discuss the interconnected storylines and point out how jacked everybody is. And I'm here to share deep comic book knowledge like Batman having his own sneaker line. So check out yet another DC animated podcast part of the Forgotten Entertainment family and coming soon wherever you listen to your podcast. Welcome to a new episode of Two Player Bros. I'm Mike. With me, as always, is Dave. Today, we're talking some video game news. I thought for sure, Dave, that I would have nothing to talk to you about today. In the last couple of days, there have been a decent amount of video game news that we could talk about, or in trailers and stuff. What you got? <laughs> All right. The first thing uh, is, how you doing? What have you been playing? Anything? Nothing? Uh, what have I been playing? I played a couple hours of Pokemon Snap and... Oh, you that got was, Snap? That was pretty much it. Uh, no, I didn't. One of, one of the kids oh, okay. has, has just playing on their Switch. A um, couple hours of that, not much of it, though. And uh, that's pretty much the only game I've played this week, is, I think. All right. I think. I turned on Outriders for like two minutes this afternoon when I got home. But, uh, Did you play Second Extinction yet? No, downloaded it, stared at the menu. You did the Turned same thing off. I did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, it was, I don't even remember what it was about it that I was not feeling, but I was like, there's a lot going on here. And I just turned it right off. <laughs> That's what I was feeling. Although when I turned it off, it was 3am and I was like, I just wanted a quick match with dinos. <laughs> yeah. I had actually installed it while we were podcasting yeah. last week. Once you walked downstairs, looked at it, I'm like, nah, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> it's another Titanfall 2 where the menu's just too intimidating. <laughs> I'm going to get to Titanfall 2 eventually. It's been huge, I guess. It's been blowing up lately for the past few weeks. They actually hmm. made it free for uh, free play, I think, on uh, PC oh, cool. for a week because it's been just been blowing up trying to get new players into it, uh, which everyone tells me it's one of like the best good science first person shooter stories. And I'm like, That's- I enjoyed a little bit of the single player mode I played and I enjoyed the multiplayer mode again. But like menu menu screen is just so intimidating that it's tough to. Like the entry is just like you and me, like we come home from work. We're just like, Ugh. especially you. It's like you don't you want a simple, easy access multiplayer game. And when it's not, it's just kind of like, eh. is that one of those menus where you had to like spin around a globe to get places? <laughs> no, but it had the menus on the side. And that's the one where the big chat and notes were in the middle. So everything okay. else on the side, there were like a million words to look at in the main screen. And yeah, no, I know it's a stupid thing to complain about, but like it's it can be overwhelming when you're like not ready to like completely invest <laughs> into something. <laughs> Absolutely. A hundred percent agree. Uh, speaking of 
a million things to look at. Have you played any? You haven't played the show yet? No, I still haven't okay. played it. I haven't installed. I want to buy one of those. Uh, have you seen the, what are they called? The backbones. It's like a, it's like a controller for your phone. Like a rate. It's like the razor Kishi, but like it's, it's. Oh yeah. Called yeah, a yeah. backbone. Um, I don't know. I want to get one of those just so I can, you know, play show on the, play the show on the couch, but oh, that's cool. It's a hundred bucks and I haven't, haven't committed to it for yet. a phone attachment. Oh, I yeah. guess it needs more stuff going Every, on than the other ones. Yeah. Everything I've read say it's, it says it's a pretty high quality uh, controller, and people are a big fan of it. I don't know. I'll see if it happens. That's cool. I'm interested in playing you in the in the show. I've gotten pretty good at pitching, but I still can't bat for <laughs> nothing. I've gotten one home run. Proud of you, bud. Everything else gets caught or fouls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't strike out very often. Well, I mean strike out because I foul too much, but I just I foul a lot. You don't strike out or fouling too well, much. Well, I get like one. Eventually, you're going to have another this strike. This isn't little yeah. league, but. <laughs> eventually, you're going to have one strike uh, too many. But it's just, I tip the ball off like a thousand times. And it's just like, come on. And then you strike out. Yeah. It's yeah. just. So you definitely strike out. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like one, two, three. It's like 10 minutes of me like trying. <laughs> and it's just sad. Um, but no, I'm I'm interested in playing against you. I I do like the show. And I like the amount of controls that you get and the graphics and all that. But I still have to build a stadium. But we got some news going on. The first bit is what I think was the most fun, which actually came out today while we're recording, is there was a trailer for Fortnite, Zero Point. Um, I guess there've been a, there's been a comic series of Batman investigating the Fortnite universe, kind of coming into everything else, uh, in his universe at least, but obviously in all other universes because that's how Fortnite works. And now Batman has gotten sucked into the Fortnite universe and he's kind of down on his luck, building his own suit and his own gadgets and stuff like that. Uh, you just watched the trailer. What do you think about that? I mean, I told you when we were watching it, there was literally nothing there. I, I, <laughs> I could have just looked at a picture of the suit. Um, yeah, I, it's cool that Batman can use a hammer. Uh, <laughs> the skin looks okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I did not realize this was actually a talking point, talking point. I don't know. I, I was really excited. Well, I know the comic series is out and I wasn't really too interested in it before, but after seeing that trailer, I kind of want to read the comic series leading up to it. And it could be because I know they did the whole Marvel thing, but it might be because I'm more into DC comics heroes than I am Marvel that I'm more interested in like Batman and Superman and stuff like that going into the DC into Fortnite universe, mm. especially Batman is one of my favorite characters. Um, yeah, the, it just intrigues me a little bit more. The, the Marvel comic that they had, it was just the digital one. I don't, is there a, di uh, like a, paper comic for the marvel for, one i don't believe so. No, no no for dc for dc i believe so yeah it's so, a multi-series comic so maybe they take it a little more seriously than the you know the one issue of the one marvel, marvel one yeah. yeah uh it was kind of a boring read like it was cool that they were releasing like you know a page or two every week like as the season progressed or whatever right. it was but it was the comic itself was kind of like whatever um, because you could read it in fortnite right yeah yeah that's, that's where i read thing, it yeah. was in fortnite that means you actually have to get <laughs> so maybe, maybe they're doing a better job with that as like an immersive experience or a crossover or whatever the multimedia word would be for it right but that's cool i'm i i don't know are you enjoying it you're not reading it i have not read, read it but it. i'm more interested now because i didn't realize batman was going to be in it i know he was doing a series but i didn't realize he was going to tie into the game at least yet but i also knew he already had suits so i wasn't expecting this especially with the season called primal I was expecting more survival type characters. Mm -hmm. So that fa fact that Batman's in there as a, you know, ripped up suit, re rebuilding everything, survival type character is kind of interesting to me and something I, I, I'd like to see more of. 
and something that I'm interested in jumping into Fortnite and obviously spending an obscene amount of money for a video game character to be in my crew. See, I, I'm, I'm finally breaking that habit. I haven't played Fortnite in like six months probably. And I'm not logging in and look at the shop anymore. I'm, I'm finally starting to get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I haven't bought anything in a little while, I'm going to buy Batman. But if fish sticks ever becomes available because I have not bought a fish sticks yet, I'm absolutely buying fish sticks. I'm trying to be pretty careful about what I buy, but I also have, I bought mean, a you don't have the fish stick character. I don't have fish stick. Oh. And I think he's the funniest character of all time. I think a lady one just came out or something. Oh, man. Now you're going to make me buy fish sticks <laughs> and Batman. Uh, there, there've been a handful of like variants for him. I've, I've seen him at different times and like either didn't have the money or just was like, I'll get him tomorrow. And he disappears. Yeah. There was one where he was like a Atlantean guard. <laughs> so he looked, looked like he belonged with like Aquaman. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I like fish sticks. I have one of the gloopy guys. Finally, uh, the guys that look like water, like jelly water kind of guys. I don't oh, know sure, their names, sure. but I have one of him and I liked him as well. I think his name is slurp, but I don't know. I think you might be. Well, slurp Maybe is not. the juice too. But yeah, I mean, I, I have master chief. I have Kratos. Did I miss Samus? Samus did come out or was just rumored and didn't come out. I think it was just rumored. I don't remember okay. that coming out. Yeah. So I'm missing like a Nintendo based character, but other than that, like, so I'd get her. But other than that, it has to be a really cool character. Like, I want Joker, but I'm not paying $30 for the other two characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to be careful about my Fortnite characters. I know you have, like, a lot. I don't go in there anymore, Mike. <laughs> They're all dead to me. <laughs> but Batman, uh, this Batman is definitely one I will absolutely purchase. I think that's really cool. And I'm really interested to see how that ties into the new series. I know that apparently there's uh, also The Rock is definitely coming um, based on the Epic versus Apple court case that's going on right now. They've kind of released like a couple of things that are coming through the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones I don't even remember because I didn't really care about, but the rock is coming, which I also don't super care about. I might not get him, but I think that's interesting that it he's is the first, the like, rock. Act- yeah, he's the first actor that's now available as a character. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, there are like, like Ninja and a couple like streamers have skins, but there's like at least one or two NBA players that are also in there, right? Um, or am I misremembering? They're the original basketball skin that came out, a lot of people called LeBron, but it wasn't actually LeBron James. Um, I feel like there might be a skin for a couple rappers. I know Marshmallow has a skin. I don't. I forget what the question was. <laughs> Just I don't, to, uh, I don't like, like celebrities. I don't yeah. think any athletes have skins. Have skins, especially especially. Okay. It. I don't think so. That'd be a good market for him. Yeah. Like you're a baseball fan, football fan, go through your own, a different marketplace to well, put like, like the, logos the on NFL stuff. skin. Like you can just like choose to put any, you can choose any NFL Jersey and put whatever number you want on the back. Oh, you, okay. So that's already available. Okay. But I didn't know that. It's not the player model is just one of the default Fortnite. Yeah, characters. You like put it on Jonesy or something. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. I think Fortnite does that kind of stuff really well. Fortnite obviously is free to play. So they need a great, marketplace and i think fortnite does it better than anybody really in terms of cosmetics yeah i think so too um which is why you don't go on there obviously you just saw a little bit of biomutant we just watched before we started recording may the 1st and i watched uh, an overview trailer or an overworld trailer uh for biomutant which was like a four minute just camera pans over the world of biomutant kind of thing biomutant comes out this month are you excited for it are your tempers lessened are you still going to get it? Are you interested at all? Uh, this new trailer, I lost all interest in the game and it sucks because I've 
I've wanted to play this game for like three or four years yeah, now. It's been I a while. Feel like. it's been in development. Um, I just want to play like a platinum game as a mouse. That's it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to play Devil May Cry, but I want to be a mouse with a toothbrush. And after watching that last trailer, I'm starting to think that's not what we're getting. I assume you're going to get it. Oh, I'm definitely so, going to get it. So you won't have to pay for it. <laughs> I, won't have to, I won't have to pay for it. And I've been so excited. I'll probably check it out. It, it, it seems like a perfect Game Pass game. I don't know. Uh, I'm not excited at all. Like I've, I'm sad right now. I'm literally sad right now. It, wow. Just, that one trailer. <laughs> it was the boat, wasn't it? There it was were, the boat. It was a boat and it didn't, none of it looked good. It just. <laughs> you didn't think any of it looked good? No. When he took out the toilet brush to fight the monster? I couldn't tell if that was like a cinema scene or the game and either way, no, it didn't look good. <laughs> Well, it's not made for Series X. The game is like five years old. It's it's not going to look good on a Series X. It's not, or it's not going to be a Series X type game. You're not going to get Outriders quality in terms of the graphics. But I'm still excited. I think it still looks cool in terms of the design. Is Outriders the like gold standard for graphics now? I don't know. No, but I know Outriders does look good in the Series X and it's Series X upgraded. And that's the last game you kind of play. You've been playing. Oh, like sure. That, yeah. that was just a for me reference. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not a series X compatible game. It's not going to have that, you know, X symbol next to it or the two arrows. If you download it to like transfer it into a series. Yeah. X well, mode. it's X compatible. It's just not a, a series X version. Optimi- yeah. Game. Optimized for X, whatever they call it. Yeah. Is that what they call it? I don't even know. I think optimized XS. Cause thing. I know, like Jedi Fallen Order had an update that made it like run better on Series X, but now they've announced the Series X version is coming out. Right. So I don't know what the difference is. I think for Jedi Fallen Order, it was basically throttled so that if you were just suddenly playing it on like an Xbox One X like we had, it wouldn't run any better than if you're playing on a standard X or standard Xbox One. It would just kind of run its course and be just as good and not like be good and then maybe be a little bad when an explosion happened. But on the Xbox Series X now, it can be up to its full capacity, up to its PC settings, basically. Okay. Um, but Biomutant won't get that. It's made, it's an older hardware and they have not gone back. I mean, maybe one day it will get that. But right now it's just, this is what we were working on like five or six years ago. It's been a long road. Just play my game. Word. So I'm, I'm hoping the design kind of trumps, you know, maybe the lighting or the way that, certain things look i'm you know i'm not a visual guy i don't really care about that i so. know like you're playing outriders and you didn't care but the, the what i saw you playing outriders you have a 4k tv i don't your outriders looked fantastic um with the fog and smoke and mud and stuff i'd um, be liked it <laughs> uh but yeah i'm excited for buy mutant i knew about the vehicles i didn't know you didn't know about the vehicles but i know that that's a big turnoff for you yeah i, I thought it was gonna be like a cheesy platinum game for the most part, if it makes you feel any better, from what I've heard, the vehicles are, for the most part, just mostly traversal. They're not a big part of the game other than make it a little quicker to go around the I world. I don't know. I watched that guy ram a boat and do another boat or something. Just because you can doesn't mean you need to. <sighs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm sad that the vehicles turned you off. The big hand car. So it's open world. It's an open world. Yep. Yeah. See. But it's not a huge open world. They said it's a very it's a smaller open world. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, if you're gonna get it, I'll play it. But <laughs> just a little sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. The next thing, so Nintendo announced a new game building game called 
Game Builder Garage. And it's a cross between Nintendo Labo and Nintendo Dreams, where you can... What's Nintendo Dreams? Or PlayStation Dreams, Sony Dreams. You're really bugging me with this story, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So basically, it's a game building game where it'll teach you lessons on how to do... Uh, simple programming, create characters and all that. You can make platformers, you can make first person shooters, you can make board games, you can make something called a tuna cube factory uh, if you want, um, according to the trailer. But basically you can go through an entire single player campaign that teaches you how to program basic yes or no sequences, basically kind of teach kids the beginning of simple programming, which also helps you build games, much like Roblox, I guess. Um, Or at least that's what I got out of it. What does Labo have to do with this? Because Labo is like cardboard, I like real world stuff, right? Labo, yeah. Labo is like the the way it's visually put together. Um, the games look like cardboard? They look a little cardboardy. They're like a little like 2D kind of, at least the single player mode is. is you can make different games. Is but. it Labo branded? Is that why you brought in Labo to the no. equation? No. In terms of just the way it looks and the way it's a built a game building kind of creative exercise for children creative okay i'll give you that um because i think labo is just the labo is just cardboard cardboard stuff stuff. yeah yeah but i think this is more nintendo again trying to teach kids something with their system like this is the beginner's access it's not just dreams which is obviously more for i would say dreams is more for adults it's pretty complicated this is really kind of basic baby steps toward toward programming um like Project Spark or even simpler than that? It looks on par with Project Spark. Okay. Um, I would say I thought Project Spark was way easier to learn than Dreams was easy to learn. Yeah. Although Project, you could do more with Dreams. but Project Spark was like super straightforward with how to program like character interactions and stuff. Yeah. So this is similar to that, but using cute dialogue and all that kind of stuff and like a, a single player mode that kind of walks you through everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that's pretty cool. I like what Nintendo's doing because I think Nintendo's really focused on that family space. And I think doing more educational or edutational games or entertain. I don't know what they call educational games now. And they have like a combo word for it. Edutation. Edutainment. I know. I know what the word (laughs) is. You may have already even said it. I think it's edutainment. But I am not going to acknowledge it. (laughs) You hate that word. It's dumb. <laughs> we don't need this marketing buzz. <laughs> edutainment's going to be big. <laughs> Two player bros now at edutainment podcast. That is the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you agree with like, I think that's the direction Nintendo probably should go in. Like more, they should go all in on that kind of stuff. I, I'm surprised they don't do more of that stuff. When you say it's the direction they should go in, I don't think they shouldn't not do Zelda and Metroid and Mario. You think it's a space they should explore, though? They should explore more than they have, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I would be with you there. Like, even, like, just, like, basic interactive stuff, like, the kids absolutely love uh, Mario Kart Live Circuit. You know, really? with, with the remote control cars. Yeah. And, like, building their own track around the house and then playing it on the screen. And it brings up, like, the actual, you know, video feed of the car in, like, a... Uh, and they like to lay down on the track and let each other drive over each other and, <laughs> and stick the car on each other's butts <laughs> and all that nonsense. To be honest, Dave, I it's the first thing you did. <laughs> um, 
so no, all that, all that more interactive stuff, uh, is great. It's, and obviously the switch is a great place for, you know, a game builder type thing. You bring it with you on the go. Um, you know, easy to distract someone for a while, <laughs> easy to get lost in it. Uh, and it's, you know, where most kids are playing. So it's a great place to, you know, just like initiate that creativity. Right. Kids. That's what I'm thinking, because when you and I were kids, I mean, we had action figures and stuff. I mean, we had video games, but they were simpler. And I think more kids are more gravitating toward the interactive experiences now. I had Spider-Man and I think it was just called Spider-Man, but it was like a comic maker where you can like build your own comic book okay. on the computer. It was a great time. My cousin had something like that with Flintstones. Yeah, you could like choose which Spider-Man version you wanted and you could like click and drag him to like pull him across the screen and like add the sound effects. It was great. That sounds pretty dope, actually. I think you could do the voiceover on it. It was a great time. Where's that now? Why can't we get that iPad? Let's get that on iPad. I mean, that game needs to be re-released. <laughs> that and. Uh, oh, man, it was like the first Lego builder game. <sighs> so long ago now. I might even call it like Lego bricks or something like that. It was a good time. <laughs> Lego PC game back in the nineties. That's pretty cool. I think I vaguely recall that. I mm. might've actually seen you play Lego, it. Or Lego maybe? Island. Lego Island. Yes. I'm, Lego Island. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I think these are great games. I think they inspire kids to do more creative stuff. I mean, obviously Roblox, I guess does. I have really not explored Roblox or Ro and I don't have children, but Roblox is not doing anything good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's just uh, Shrek and Chunkasaurus or Chungus, or Big Chungus or whatever. No, I, I'm sure there are people making games and I'm sure they're learning. The Roblox I have experienced <laughs> has not been that. It's, <laughs> I don't even want to talk. I can't talk about Roblox. I just can't. <laughs> so no on the Roblox. Ch but check out Adopt Me in Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> I will check out McDonald's Tycoon in Roblox. Oh my gosh! <sighs> yeah, not a not a fan of this Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, there's there's stuff like that. There's, I mean, Minecraft has simple programming stuff, but I don't think any of the kids are doing that. I think more of the adults are learning to do like the red block stuff and all that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's cool having this Labo kind of stuff and this, you know, Lego or this Nintendo Builder. Teaching kids, I think Nintendo could go all in on stuff like Math Blaster or Number Muncher or Word Muncher like when we were kids and do it a little cooler, but still kind of do it where they're learning something. And I think we had a lot of games that I think were both fun and slightly educational, where I think kids now have just kind of fun games or educational games. Sometimes they're both, but very rarely. I do think you're selling kids short in the Minecraft department because- Are they messing with Red Blocks? Like even the four-year-old is, you know, setting up like TNT traps and stuff with switches and. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. If they're doing it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have children or, or I'm not near children. Um, for good, for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, it's good to see like that they're doing stuff like that. That's, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Minecraft is. It's, it's really the. It's definitely cool. It's really the YouTube community that's responsible for that because they're just watching Minecraft videos all day. And like and learning, they from those. see what the YouTube videos are doing, and then they replicate it. You know, that's still pretty cool because that's still like yeah, basic it's, it's like great. programming, instruction stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Just anything that brings out kids' creativity, I think, is great. And I think Nintendo, like you said, because that's where the kids are. I'm not saying they have a responsibility for that, but 
business wise, it's just like that's a wide open market that you need to attack. Mm. And I mean, that really it, separates it's already you. the space that they're that distinguishes them from Xbox and PlayStation. So, like, why not, you know, capture the rest of that market? You know, they're already in that's that's already this, they already own that space. So, right. just exploit it, you know? Yeah. Mario, Zelda. I mean, we love them, but they're for children. We just are also big children because we grew up with them. No, Mario's just a great game. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go into the Apple versus Epic thing, but I also don't want to. Well, what do you want to talk about in there? Because there's a lot of stuff in there. It's just too, that's exactly it. It's just too much. I guess we can kind of go into it a little bit. So have you been reading up on the Apple versus Epic lawsuit? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right. So what obviously it's still ongoing, but I guess... The courts have started to unlock things from Xbox, from PlayStation, from Nintendo, from Epic, from Apple, all these different video game things. And I don't think the courts were prepared for quite how much secretive information there is and redacted information there is in terms of different video games ideas and IPs and how far ahead they plan pretty much everything. What do you mean by redacted information? So X, uh, they use Microsoft, for example, because they had a huge, like a pretty big redacted document where they talked about their upcoming slate and their documents were basically our spies have indicated that PlayStation is releasing these five games. Um, and some of them were games that are coming out next year or, or I'm sorry, not PlayStation. It was Nintendo. Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out this year, Christmas. Uh, Metroid's coming out. By the end of 2022, this is coming out 2022. And one of the big Japanese games, which I can't remember the name of, is coming out this year as well. And obviously none of those came to the pass, but it's what their spies had said or whatever. They're, and then PlayStation is going to increase this revenue. They're going to have this bigger revenue and sell this many systems. And then here are our games coming out. And it was a list of like 10 games. And only three of them were like listed, like Halo uh, was listed, maybe a couple other games. So everything else was redacted. This is coming out January this year, redacted. This is coming out September, boom. This is coming out summer. We're going to announce this game summer, redacted. This is coming, this is definitely coming out December, redacted. So they had like 10 games planned for this year that are redacted. And so there's all this information about games coming out, but not what they are, how much money they're going to make, or what different companies' plans are. Or Epic telling the court that Microsoft plans on giving 30% of their of stopping taking 30% of all game sales from independent developers and making it 18%, which is what Epic, I guess, has been doing, 18 or 12%. 12. Uh, 12%. And it's like, that's definitely what they're going to start doing. And they already, Microsoft is already doing that on PC for PC. But then Microsoft has said, well, we don't have any announcements at this time, which kind of muddles the court case a little bit because Microsoft hasn't announced it and technically isn't part of the case, I guess. They don't have to, which kind of hurts Epic's case that, when they say that Microsoft is going to go to that model as well, that it is just the model everyone is going toward. And Apple's current model doesn't reflect the trend of the industry. So I think that's really interesting how much stuff is redacted, how much stuff everybody knows about each other but won't tell each other or at least won't publicly admit it. And how close to the chest I think all these video game companies are, but yet how much they still know about each other. What was the question? <laughs> it wasn't a question. It was just what your thoughts are on it. Just basically like oh, comments or feelings or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's their corporations. If they're going to keep things secret, like I don't, 
if you have a question about like a specific secret, I could tell you my thoughts on it. But like, I, I think it's, it, well, I, don't, I, I, I just don't I think really, it's weird that corporations I, keep secrets. <laughs> I don't think it's that weird that uh, Xbox redacted all the games they have coming out. Obviously, they have a right to announce the games when they want to announce it. It's not their lawsuit. Um, but I think it's also interesting that Xbox had their spies and Nintendo being like, these games are coming out these dates. But those games were listed. Those games, I guess, Nintendo was pretty sure was coming out. Why weren't those redacted? Because those were already announced games. Okay. Those games Nintendo has already announced are definitely coming out. Those five games. Gotcha. There's just no release date, but Xbox had people telling them what the release dates were going to be. But I guess they were all basically affected by Corona. So they're all going to happen later. Mm -hmm. I just think it's a very interesting case. And I think it's definitely going to have an effect on the industry as a whole. And Epic's case to build their extranet, which I think they need Apple for. So I'm really interested to see how friendly or how. What's the opposite word of friendly? That's not enemy because that's not the opposite of friendly. Uh, how cordial they're going to be uh, let's say how cordial I, they'll be to one another once the court case is over sure but i don't think cordial is the opposite of friendly it's not i just i just switched courses there yeah, but i think that that is going to make it because i think apple will have a big say in the extranet as well and i think that's epic's next big thing i think we touched upon it last episode briefly if i didn't delete that conversation because it didn't go anywhere um it's not going to go anywhere this time. Either. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to bring it up. I didn't do enough research last time either. Anyway, it's a big topic. I do want to talk about it on the show at some point because I think it's going to be a big thing in the future. But I think Apple will have a big say in it because I think all the corporations are going to have to come together to make it happen. Um, and I think it'll be better for it. But I am interested to see how Apple's going to handle that. Well, I mean, if Epic wins their lawsuit against Apple, they're not going to be cordial because <laughs> uh, i mean their lawsuit against apple is literally you know it they poked it, it a bear. Just, yeah it, it literally destroys apple as it's currently stands you know like yeah. there's major ramifications if epic wins the lawsuit yeah i have shares in apple but i i kind of want apple to lose any <laughs> i don't care about losing some money for epic to win because i think epic's win will make the industry a little better as a whole mm -hmm. but at the same time Apple losing means Apple doesn't will pull out of the extranet or will try to create their own, which ruins the extranet to begin with. That's the point of the extranet is everyone coming together to create this thing. So we'll see. It's just, I, I'm very, it's a very interesting case that is, I think blown up from what it was when it first started. Although we did a whole talk about how big it was going to be. Yeah. I don't think it's blown up any larger than, you know what it's just, it there's nine months of, you know, deliberations and facts and stuff yeah like obviously the trial's just starting or about to start or whatever but like it's there's nine months of nonsense leading up to that maybe i just wasn't expecting all the other companies to get involved i i am confused about all like the microsoft leaks or like playstation leaks just like in general i don't get what they do for the case but i don't know i agree i also didn't know i mean i get the epics telling everybody oh microsoft's going to 12 percent as well I get that. And then yeah. Microsoft going, Oh no. Even if they may, may have absolutely told Epic that, mm -hmm. but the, yeah, the game release date thing, I was like, mm, what did you see the Fortnite PlayStation crossplay documents? Oh, that yes. That PlayStation got more money 
than everybody else to do crossplay, basically. Yeah, they were, they were the only people that like wanted financial compensation. And I guess like if you play Fortnite on PlayStation and then play it on mobile, if you buy anything on mobile, PlayStation still gets a cut of that. Yeah. Little things like that. Just uh I thought that was a little dirty trick, but I guess that makes sense. But I think everyone should then just the same thing. Well, then what does mobile get out of it? If you play more <laughs> on mobile, you get more. The mobile. mobile should still get a percentage regardless, but maybe whatever plays the max gets a certain percentage of that, like a small percentage, but maybe you get a 3% boost. Uh, I think it you, becomes muddled, but I think you just let people play cross play. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. I think the Sony's crossplay argument, I think we've talked about in the show before, is ridiculous. Well, there isn't one. It's, we it's, protect it's what our is, players. It's what does this do for us? Yeah. <laughs> so Activision is going to hire over 2,000 more developers next year, which is going to triple some of its franchise teams because they want to make all of their franchises like Call of Duty, yearly releases, spinoffs, free, free-to-play mobile games, and free-to-play console versions of their actual game. Um, for all of their major franchises. Which are? I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. World of Warcraft. I don't know how uh, much Activision has anymore because they lost all their video game licenses or their movie I mean, War- release. Warcraft, I know it's Activision slash Blizzard, but. Well, that's the thing. I Blizzard's guess, always kind of like done its own thing. Well, I guess Diablo is something they want to approach about that, um, especially since they're already doing the mobile version. They want to look into doing stuff with Diablo that's going to be like free to play, mobile, and a console release every year, or at least a big DLC release every year. I, I, I guess I could believe that happening, but that just that destroys Blizzard as we know it. Like that's there's also multiple free to play World of Warcraft games in development right now. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know what to think about that. Like, that's been their strategy for everything non-Blizzard since, you know. Forever. Since 95. <laughs> nine, <laughs> at least, nine, like, what, you know, first it was Tony Hawk. You know, you had a Tony Hawk every year from, like, 99 to 2005, 2006. Oh, yeah, and there were even flip-flown phone it, versions of all their games, yeah. But then it was Guitar Hero, then it was mo- then it was Call of Duty, and it's been Call of Duty ever since. It's literally just milk it till it runs out of juice, <laughs> and it hasn't run out of juice. I will say, I've been playing Warzone now that it's got the new season. I've been playing that a bunch lately. Mm. So, but I don't think every franchise needs it or requires it or would be, be- like no, it doesn't. You're gonna it's- ruin Warcraft by just shoving Warcraft down people's faces. I don't. I just don't understand like what that would even look like. So I don't really have anything to say about it currently. Um. If you wanted to say like they were going to do like, you know, Overwatch 2 and then like an Overwatch single player game that follows like a specific character. And then a couple of years after I can't, I you'd just still need a mobile. You'd also need a mobile Overwatch as well. I just don't know how you annualize it. But. I don't know. Well, they tried that with Starcraft as well with the Starcraft Ghost, which ended up failing, but they spent tons of money and time on. That was yeah. a development for years and years, almost a decade. And they finally went, all right, we can't make a game out of this. Sure, but with the StarCraft franchise, you have StarCraft, StarCraft 2, and then that w- one title, right? Like, is there anything else in the StarCraft universe? No, because I don't I don't think Ghost was successful since so they kind of canceled it. But now, but who the, knows? Maybe they'll go back to it. With StarCraft, we're talking about Blizzard again, and that's just not... 
I don't think I don't think there's because they're a kind of a company there. that got absorbed, so they're not quite the same. Well, I mean, they've, they've just never done that, like with their with their properties, you know, whether it be Diablo or Starcraft, Warcraft, um, Overwatch. Overwatch, you know. Yeah, but there's always a first for everything. What else is going on over there? Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> I've never played Heroes of the Storm. I have no. I think they shut it down. Concept. Did or, they? Or at the very least, they stopped doing competitive tournaments makes, and stuff. Who makes League of Legends? Riot. Oh, oh, that's right. Riot has a bunch of issues. Yeah. Phil Spencer has said he hasn't given up on xCloud for other consoles yet. He still wants xCloud on everything, uh, which I think bolsters everything we've been saying. I don't know if you've tried xCloud on your iPhone. Nope, I've not yet. It works really good. Does it? Yeah. Um, so I think I'm really excited for the future of what Microsoft can do. Obviously, Google Stadia. Um, Jade Raymond's new studio, Haven Entertainment or whatever. I guess six new Stadia people, six people from Stadia have left Stadia to work with her. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Stadia has much long live. And we don't know much about Amazon Luna yet. I haven't seen a didn't review Sta- or anything. Didn't Google pretty much shut down Stadia? They Not shut, shut it down, but like first party development? First party development. But yeah. this is like six developers of the actual architecture themselves have now left to join her studio. Oh, got. Okay. I hear you. Sam. Yeah. Um, and Amazon Luna, although it's in preview mode, I haven't heard anybody talk about how good or bad or anything about it, really. I've heard it functions. I, I don't know, though. Yeah. Like, it's out there. Is it even in preview, or is it just out? It's just not advertised. I believe it's in preview. I'd have to recheck on that, though. Whatever. Um, I just don't need it, you know? I hear you. But I am wondering, like, because xCloud works so well, and we have Xbox, and we have Game Pass... You know, I'm interested to see it on Xbox, on Play, on Switch and stuff like that. You know, if I have access to it and I can play it, I think that would help Xbox games. Like they said, they evolve out of the console market. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they, this is just speculation, just don't make another console after Xbox Series X and just, all right, Sony, if we don't make another system, can we have xCloud on your system or something can or, we, or be can we come over basically yeah i mean i don't know it seems like they're so going so all in on these systems it's the only way i can see them getting on definitely playstation maybe even nintendo although nintendo might let them on but i, don't know. I feel like after the 360 everyone was like oh this is probably the last console generation and this is the last console generation <laughs> when like the third time they've said it's the last console generation i know you're saying you know microsoft might just be choosing electing to leave it I, I doubt it. Like, why wouldn't they want to create a premium experience like for their stuff? And it just depends on how much they believe in their X cloud. I don't know. I don't see any other way like, he's getting on PlayStation. There's it doesn't make any what doesn't make sense about that to me is why would Sony care if there was an Xbox or not to let them put Game Pass on PlayStation? Because like, they're only 30% of the market anyway. Well, no, because if if PlayStation let them put Game Pass on PlayStation, they could say, why do you need an Xbox? That could literally be their marketing. Like every single there is no such thing as an Xbox exclusive title. It's it's all here on PlayStation. You can have everything good about Xbox and our first party games. Right. So whether or not there is an Xbox, I don't get why that would affect whether or not they let Game Pass come to playstation to playstation i don't know because again i mean letting game pass on playstation is literally them saying there's really no reason to buy an xbox right 
what would the re- what would the point of an Xbox be if Game Pass was on PlayStation? None. Which is why maybe there won't be another Xbox after this. But I'm saying, why wouldn't PlayStation just already allow it? Because there is an Xbox and PlayStation so dogheaded about it. I don't know. I absolutely think PlayStation should allow it because more people, I think, would get PlayStation because they'd just be like, oh, I can play Horizon Zero Dawn 2 and uh, Halo. Mm -hmm. All right. I got like we've said, I don't think Xbox has enough exclusives in and of themselves to really compete. So I don't know. They're all all of Bethesda now. (laughs) (laughs) That is that is true. That is a big thing. But yeah, I, I think it's interesting that he keeps saying that. Although this isn't obviously a topic we bring up all the time. Xbox's Game Pass service and their xCloud service is definitely the most interesting thing going on. And PlayStation, while they almost certainly have plans to compete against it, have not announced anything. Yeah. You know. All right, guys. So for two player bros, I'm Mike. That's Dave. We'll see you next week. Stay safe. Keep on gaming.